All right, hey you guys, welcome into ZBR. It's just me, the Z, AKA Toronto Taint Stains and commissioner of Hillary Duff's Prime. Due to some scheduling conflicts, we're recording some solos this week, so make sure you keep an eye out for the other guys' guys's episodes if you haven't already, Brady and Reed. Make sure you check them both out. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to do their fantasy and pick'ems in the same episode. I'm going to try to do that here today. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, make sure you keep an eye out for them. Before we get started on all this, I just want to say if you hear any background sound, that is my bunny in the background chewing on some branches, doing his bunny thing. Don't mind him. And if anything else, it's probably my dog outside the door. He smells my dinner cooking. And I'm not going to lie, I'm I'm with bro. It smells pretty good. So I'm going to try not to waste too much time here and get through these real quickly. Um, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on week 10 going through all the games and stuff. I'm just going to make my weekly acknowledgement that the Patriots are ass, a complete shipwreck. Our def- er, our offenses anyways, our defense showed up. Uh, 10 to 6 is just embarrassing though. Um, I'm thankful we're on a bye week this week, just so I don't have to hate everyone and everything this week. I can be nice to people, enjoy this, you know, enjoy the weather while it's still nice out here. It's still 70 degrees here in Kansas. Uh, I know it's starting to get cold or other places, but yeah, it's nice to have one week off before you go back to the pain of just being an ass team, finally realizing what it's like for everyone else all these, all these years. Um, yeah, it's just, it's pain. I'm not really sure the pain's going to stop, but before I get too depressed about it, let's just go ahead and jump into week 11 and get through these picks. Uh, jumping into Thursday night, last I looked at this game, it was 10-7 Baltimore, I do believe. Let me go back right here and check right quick. It's 10-14 to Baltimore, excuse me, uh, with a little under, about a minute going uh, left in the first half. Um, I took the Bengals here. Uh, at five and four, going in seven two Ravens. I'm not really sure why, but I did. I got on FanDuel earlier to bet the under. I was, you know, thinking, oh, NFC North match. It's probably gonna be low scoring Thursday night game. Had under written all over on it, and I ended up making a three leg parlay that had no point total on it. <laughs> so that's you know, if if there was ever a true uh, example of true financial discipline, you know, that's that's gotta be it right there. And sometimes I. I'm still wondering why I don't have 10 figures in multiple accounts by this point, but such is life, I suppose. I did make a uh, a live bet on the under because the uh, FanDuel was doing that uh, 30% boost on live bets, so I remember to do that much, and hopefully that much works out for me because my Jamar Chase to score a touchdown and uh, Bengals to cover the spread and Lamar to stay, well, under 200 yards. I haven't seen how many yards Lamar's done. 140 yards the first half, yeah. He's only got to throw for 100 more yards. Yeah, that part of has gone. So, probably starting 0 for 1 right there. But that's what you get when you're not disciplined getting on the betting apps. Bet responsibly. On to the Chargers at Packers. Uh, I'm going Chargers here. Not a lot to say about it. I just don't think Green Bay and Jordan Love are that good. Cowboys at Panthers. Kind of pretty much the same thing, but like the Gucci store version. Like, Cowboys are a lot better than the Chargers. And the Panthers are a lot worse than the uh Packers, I believe, and uh, Bryce Young is definitely worse than, or I, I think definitely worse than Jordan Love. Um, although I, I will uh, do need to know, uh, Leighton Vanderesh is out for the year, and that's another big loss for this Dallas defense. Uh, definitely a big leader in the beast over on that side. Uh, moving forward, Bears at Lions. Lions, easy, easy. On to the Cardinals at Houston. 
I'm taking Houston, but man, I think this game could be a shootout. Honestly, the FanDuel line's currently 48 and a half at minus 105, which is nice. Um, and will be in the end of the show parlay as well. Um, going on to the Jaguars, or the Titans at the Jaguars, excuse me. You know, the Jags can't afford to show up half asleep here. They need to get this win. Um, not only would they be only a game ahead of Tennessee in the division if they lost this game, Houston's playing well right now, and Houston has what could be a good matchup. I mean, if the Cardinals don't shoot, have a shootout with them, it's probably going to be Houston winning the game pretty handily. Either way, I think most people would feel Houston's going to win that game, and Houston probably will win that game. They they need this win with their record right now in this division. If they get the win, they're they're you know they're looking good. This is a, a not a make or break game for them, but a very important game for them. Just division wise, you know they want to win that division. They don't want to be a wild card team. They they had the expectation to win this division this year, and they and they should have, and they should be, and they should. Um, but we'll see. And you can't forget about Indy, too, either. 5-5 five and five right now as well, creeping in that division. Um, I know they don't got Richardson for the rest of the year, which sucks. But they're, they're finding a way. Um, not that the Patriots are that hard of a team to beat. But going forward... Sorry about that. I had a little bit of technical difficulty there real quick. Um, which kind of turned into a little mini dab break. Maybe not a mini dab break, but it is what it is. Going forward, back to this um, Raiders-Dolphins game. You know, the Dolphins better not... Uh, excuse me. The Dolphins better show up here. <laughs> um, or there's going to be some serious concern around this team going forward. You know, like, the Raiders are playing with some spunk right now, and they play hard for their coach. They like Antonio Pierce, which is, you know, not out of character for, you know, a player coach, a former player coach. So... I'm taking the Raiders here before I forget to say that. Uh, Miami, I mean, in my opinion, is probably the more talented team here. But they just, they can't keep beating up on bad teams and mediocre teams and then losing when they play someone decent. Um, So, yeah, I'm going Raiders here. AP seems like a solid coach. They're playing hard right now. Uh, And there's some questions around the Dolphins. And I think there's going to be some more uh, coming after this week. Um... Next up, we got Giants two and eight at the Commanders four and six. Ow! I'm taking the Commanders here. Sam Howell, I I like Sam Howell. I don't I don't really know why. I mean, I think dude's just I think he's fun. Uh, and the Giants are fucking donezo this year. Yeah, they're yeah they're so done, so done. <laughs> um, after that, we got Buccaneers at 49ers. I'm not sure why I have the constant urge to pick the Buccaneers, but I do every single week, and it exists. And I know it needs to stop, but, man, I can't help it. I, I literally had to peer pressure myself into taking the 49ers this week over them, which I know is crazy and sounds crazy to say, but I, I don't know what it is about the Buccaneers. I just want to pick them every week. I'm like, you know, I think the Buccaneers could win this one. They're a little frisky so every single week. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Like, they can play the Eagles next week. I, I don't have no clue who they play next week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to say Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. Oh, do I want to go? No, I'm not going to go Bucks here. I'm going to go forward before I start picking the Bucks. Uh, Jets at the lowly Bills. Man, I really want to take the Jets here, but the Bills are going to be pissed off and on a mission. I At least I think so. Uh, everyone's been doubting them all week, you know, saying their season's pretty much done or could pretty much be done. Uh, I think they come out here, 
maybe blow the brakes off him. Uh, the Dalvin contract, in my opinion, was dumb as shit. Uh, and I think they should just cut Michael Carter. Or they did just cut Michael Carter, not they should. Um, they just cut Michael Carter, who was by far way more efficient than uh, than Dalvin this year in his limited attempts. So, I, I mean, I financially and like contractually, I get why Michael Carter was the guy to go. But as far as performance-wise, I mean, Dalvin, I don't know if there's a team he should be on at this point. Right now, he's he's just not very good. And Michael Carter, I mean, I'm not saying he's great, but he's caught, I mean, 15 of his uh, 20 targets this year, uh, averaging 4.8 yards on, I think it's like 10 or 12 carries. They're just not giving, they weren't giving Bro a chance. Um, and hopefully he gets a little more opportunity in Arizona, although their running back room is... A tad bit crowded at the moment, too, with James Conner coming back. Um, <clears throat> only other thing I had on this game was I saw um, that Aaron Rodgers is planning to come back mid-December. That's crazy if that happens. Um, yeah, dude is dude is on some other shit when it comes to absolutely everything. And, like, I, I didn't like it for a long time, but... Anymore, I'm kind of coming around to it. I think it's mostly just because he's not a Packer anymore. People are a lot, a lot easier to like when they're not a Packer. It was that way with Brett Favre for me. And the second he became a Jet, I was like, ugh. Jets are about the next worst team you could go to. Maybe not the next worst, but one of them. And then he went to the Vikings. I was like, you know what? I kind of like Brett Favre. I kind of like you, Brett Favre. You look good in purple. No homo. But you look good in purple. Uh, speaking of... Actually, no, uh, excuse me, we still have one other game before that. Not that I think there's a lot to note here. Uh, the 6-3 and three Seahawks at the Rams. I just think Seattle's the better team here. There's yeah, Rams been battling injuries all year and just not their year, clearly. And Seahawks at least got kind of something going. Hopefully Kenneth Walker gets going for my sake. Um, knock on wood. Vikings at Broncos. Maybe a hot take. Maybe. I'm not sure. The, I was surprised to see that the Broncos were outright favorites here. Uh, I think they were minus 150-something over here on FanDuel. Here, let me pull it back up because they are also in my parlay for this week. Uh, let me get back over to FanDuel. They're at minus 138 odds right now. And to the Vikings, they're, they're plus 118 underdogs. and That's kind of surprising with... You know, Josh Dobbs has got the job done, but I hope that... Now, this is just me trying to be right, and I want to clarify that. This is just me trying to be right and trying to make excuses for me to be right. But I'm hoping that the reason for that number is that Vegas sees, like, and agrees with my opinion, or maybe it would be more me agreeing with Vegas, I suppose. They're the professionals. But um, that Josh Dobbs, he's... Has he had a couple of really fun games, and has he got the job done? Hell yeah. He was even pretty decent in that last game. Do I think that's going to continue here? No. The Denver the Denver defense has been playing a little better. Their best running back is out and not, yeah, not available. Ty Chandler, although he, gosh, the way Alex Madison was playing, you might actually say he's not even their best friend. Ty Chandler might actually be. They got Miles Gaskin back on the roster, too, for whatever the hell that's still worth. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going Broncos here. Offense is starting to get it together. Uh, 
Javante Williams, clear number one back there, but they got, you know, a couple of nice guys behind them. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, I forget who the other guy is uh, there, but nice little committee they got going there. Cortland Sutton's starting to really look pretty nice. Jerry Judy, getting it going a little bit as the year goes on. Uh, may or may not dive into them on fantasy. I'm not sure how in-depth we'll get on the fantasy preview, but going up. To the last game, again, I'm taking the Broncos on that game, uh, the Monday night game. Uh, I'm taking the Chiefs purely, strictly, and only out of hopes that it jinxes them. So go Chiefs, Chiefs, all that, whatever the hell it is they say there in Kansas City. Please just fucking lose. I mean, go Chiefs, whatever. Uh, before I fuck it up any farther, I'm going to go for, go ahead and give you guys my parlay for the week. It was um, that Cardinals and Texans over with the Cowboys' money line, the Steelers' money line, and the Broncos' money line. That right there brings it up to plus 664 odds. Nice little four-leg parlay. I'm going to go ahead and bet that live with y'all as we speak. Betting it right now. Oh, I'm not signed in. Let me get old signed in to the old fan duel here. Okay, signing in. Let me give them some more of my money. I'm sure they will enjoy that Cincinnati money. Not that I'm giving them a ton of money anyways. I'm broke as shit. Let's see. Yep, still need, yeah, yeah. That's not looking good. <laughs> the Ravens scored another touchdown. They're up 21-10 going into halftime. So that bet's not looking good. Under's not looking terrible. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, thank goodness for basketball season. Um, before we get into any more of my degeneracy, let's go ahead and swing on over to HDP land, Hillary Duff's Prime, our dynasty league over here at ZBR Sports. Okay, let me get my notes pulled up for this show. Okay. Yep, so I'm going to go ahead and recap, uh, just to do a quick recap of uh, week 10 for us. Reed lost because he sucks as per usual. Um, Brady went and got himself a win against the Conquistadors, so good for him. He got that on the back of a Dak 60-point fantasy point game uh, here in our league. Uh, Dong on TDs moved up uh, his win streak up to five games with a win over Watson's Dirty Elf, formerly known as Tree J. He updated his team name this week. Uh, Interesting choice, although, I mean, yeah. Interesting choice. <laughs> Tricky Dicky, sadly, ekes out a win over two Mannings, one cup. Uh, yeah, man, I have I have Tricky Dicky's number one, number one pick, or number first-round pick, excuse me, I can't speak right. Uh, I have his first-round pick, and he's second, or is he th- he's third in the league standings right now behind uh, Brady, or ahead of, I should say. <laughs> From my perspective, he's behind Brady and teammate. But in the league standings, he is ahead of teammate and Brady, the London Silly Nannies. Um, so yeah, two Mannings, one cup, uh, top team in the league, you know, not the top team, but a top team in the league was really hoping for them to, you know, kind of do business as usual against a bottom tier team, but Tricky Dicky got it done in such as fantasy football, man. It's, you know, anything that needs to go right for you is definitely not going to happen. And, uh, anything that can go wrong for you is probably gonna, so you just got to find ways to be prepared when you're not prepared. I don't know, at least... I guess maybe that's just my experience. <laughs> um, my matchup 
uh, I took it. I took a pretty tough loss to a critical loss, really, to uh, the New York Diversity Hires, Ty, who we had on the show week eight. And side note, I did see yesterday that I forgot to put in the title that week that Ty was on the episode and that he was being featured on that week's uh, HDP and whatever. And that was definitely not intentional. And I'm sorry to Ty. Um, definitely need to get you back on the show. Get you and Carson back on the both. Actually, we need to get all the guests back on the show. Um, and I need to talk to uh, Brady and Reed about this, but I've been thinking about getting all the guests we've had on so far and any others we might have on together to do maybe some playoffs or a Super Bowl episode or something like that. Um, But that's all a few more weeks, a couple more weeks down the line. We have plenty of football to enjoy in the meantime, so certainly no need to rush into the playoffs here. But um, anyways, yeah, I took a tough loss to Ty. We're both sitting four and five. Heading, we're both sitting four and five heading heading into this week. Um, sixth place, I was sixth place. He was seventh place. I had the tiebreaker via points. Um, we also the Conquistadors were a four and five, and Watson's Dirty Elf was four and five. So it was a pretty uh pretty important week uh coming in there uh for that six seed because the top five have been pretty well established in our league. Like those guys are pretty well uh making the playoffs unless. Reed continues to lose and uh, fall out the playoffs like I kind of had a hot take that he might have. I think it was two weeks ago on HDP. Maybe it was a week ago. I'm not sure. Um, But yeah, uh, we were all, you know, hoping to, I was hoping to maintain that six spot and they were all trying to sneak into that last playoff spot. Uh, Ty's the one that got the job done. Uh, The only good thing that really came out of that was that the other two guys lost too. So it was only Ty that moved ahead of me and he's the only one I got to contend with. And now I can just pray. For just him to lose and for myself to win. Of course, I count on myself to win every week. You guys know that by now. I picked the Taint Stains. That stain wave to go full tide every single week. Hell yeah. <laughs> I get excited when I say it. Um, but yeah, I mean, going into my matchup, just I'm not really disappointed. A lot of my players, I got pretty good production. I feel like if, if you've been following the show at this point, you have a pretty good idea of who some of my players are. I've got guys like Kenneth Walker, Joe Burrow and such. Um, the only guy I was really even kind of disappointed in was Brees Hall, but I'm not really even disappointed in him because teams are just stopping him first and making Zach Wilson beat them. And obviously that's a pretty fucking smart strategy. Why wouldn't you do that? Um, until Zach Wilson proves that you shouldn't do that otherwise. So, I mean, other than that, Jordan Addison almost got me 12 points. Taysom Hill kind of let me down, you know, had his first bad fantasy week in like, I think it was three, three, like four or five weeks since like week five. It was his first uh, non-double digit game. So that was kind of tough to take, but I will have Kelsey back in that spot next week. Um, And then Madison and Heineke both leaving the game really kind of hurt me. But I got, I got a couple of starters back next week at defensive back with Kelsey too. Um, should be getting Kyron Williams back soon, so hopefully bouncing back next week and going forward and making that playoff push and making a whole stain wave mess in the playoffs. Yep, yep, but uh, just wasn't my day. Diversity hires were on their P's and Q's and got the job done, but we're on to Cincinnati. And finally, with the last match of the league, OG Snowbone defeated the once again vacant team uh, we plug their lineup, of course, so that you know you're not playing, you know, empty guys on the bench, bye week guys, hurt guys, and stuff like that. Um, we actually had some, excuse me for that burp. Uh, we actually had some conversation 
uh, today about um, some roster adjustments that are going to have to be made this week uh, for him. I think we got it all made with only... I think we only had to move one person over to injured reserve was all we ended up having to do to be able to get uh, the lineups just... That way we don't got to mess with free agents and be like, you know, we screwed the team or we did this. I guess at this point it wouldn't be bad to make the team good. Although I kind of like it being bad for my draft pick or for keeping Brady from the draft number one draft pick's sake. Um, yeah, like I hate on Reed being good. I really don't want Brady to have that number one draft pick too. I'm a hater on his tank. Um, like I get it, tank, do your tank. Like I support the tank in that sense, like do your thing. But I'm a hater in the sense that I hope he doesn't get it. Like I'm support, I'm supportive. Like do your thing, bro. Like get you tank, you go get that number one pick, bro. But I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. Honestly, I hope he get. I hope he gets the twelfth pick, and I hope Reed gets like the sixth pick. Cause I don't want to give him the first pick. But <laughs> although he, yeah, he, yeah, the first pick actually, if if he fell to that bad, that would, that would that might destroy him. That would probably destroy me, too. That would destroy any strong man. Uh, <laughs> before I rant about absolutely nothing, <laughs> some more. Um, I did want to say about this matchup, or more about this team, I should say, guys. Uh, if you want to play in this league, if you have you know, have been listening to these episodes and you're not in this league, why not join the league? What what are you doing? Why are you just listening to why are you just listening to episode about this league? Are we I hope we're that interesting, I guess. But if you're not, why not join the league? Um if you want and if you want to, get a hold of us on our social medias. You can get a hold of the guys and the show page on Twitter, X, whatever the hell you want to call it. You can get Reed at M I N N underscore sports fan, Brady at Brady Feldcamp, the B and the F capitalized. And at ZBR Sports, all lowercase. Reads is all lowercase too. And then you can find me on Instagram at ZM underscore punk with two Ks. Again, of course, it is a dynasty league that is PPR non-standard. We got bonuses for quarterbacks. Uh, the defenses are honestly a little OP. We're probably going to nerf them a little bit this offseason. We'll take a vote on it, of course. We'll take a vote on it and see. But I, I feel like it's going to get nerfed a little bit. Um... We have IDP players. We're adding an IDP flex um, coming this offseason. But as far as the scoring goes, return yards count. First down count. Passing percentage matters. Um, and we can, you know, we'll give you all the details, of course, you know, as you join and whatnot. Maybe we'll have an episode on some of these details eventually. We probably should have done that by now. I guess we're going to do it at this point. Maybe we'll do it at the beginning of next year. But, um... Anyways, entry fee is $75, and I know I've talked about the team being in the number one pick. You're not going to win your $75 back this year. Third place gets their money back. Second place doubles their money. First place gets the jackpot of, I think it's, uh, I can't remember what it is. It's 500 something maybe. Maybe it's 400 something. I don't know. I'll do, I'll do the math real quick right here for you guys because I want to give you an accurate number in case you are interested. Okay, so we got 12 times 75. It's a 12-person league. That's 900. Minus 75, minus 75, minus 75. I did the math wrong, but I believe it's 625 or 675 is the total payout, guys. So, again, you're not winning your money back this year. Straight up, I'll be honest about it like that. Like, you're not winning your money back this year. But these dynasty leagues are an investment. You're keeping all of your players, and you can keep going. 
And this team does already have guys like Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. So you're set at running back. I mean, unless you want to make a trade and just build up more draft capital. This team's already, it's got all its draft picks. So you're going to have a great draft pick. So you've got, at, at worst, a couple of top-tier trade pieces right there. Because you know you can get a haul for both. I'll tell you right now, if you've heard anything from this show, you know you can get a haul for McCaffrey for me. Maybe not at this point because I've kind of traded away most of those assets by now. Um, in trades that I'm honestly starting to regret, but um, that's what I'm saying that in the solo episode, not in front of the guys, because I I don't I don't really want to let them know just yet. Uh, maybe wait till the off season to say I regret that regret that trade. I don't know what I was thinking. I just got name hungry and saw Travis Kelsey and was like, oh, I can score Kelsey. I was like, yeah, I got to do it. I got to get that tight end advantage, even though I've got like four tight ends on my roster that I could plug and play each week, and you know. Not have to worry about, but you know, you make mistakes, or at least, at least I sure as shit do. Anyways, back to this team. <laughs> you got Dallas Goddard and Cole Komet at tight end, so you've got a nice tight end core right there going. Um, a decent core of young receivers, which is perfect for a dynasty. You got Drake London, George Pickens, Rondale Moore, who's really nice with Kyler. Um, and also features one of the best IDP rooms in the league. Uh, they, he's, it's got a really, I said he, the team, the vacant team, has a really good IDP group. Um, yeah, uh, just a pretty solid team. Uh, does need quarterback help, I'll tell you that right now. But, I mean, that's where the draft top draft pick comes in handy. It, it just so happens that there may or may not be a generational quarterback coming into the league. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but like I said, you're not getting your money back this year, but now is a good time to start Getting in, if you want to trade some of these guys, start making some moves, getting your roster set, start picking up some of these guys off waivers, start getting your taxi squad set, because there is a taxi squad that is currently only eligible for rookies, but we're going to take a vote on that again in the offseason to decide if we want to go, you know, maybe, you know, second-year guys, third-year guys, or maybe just not put a limit on that and just turn it into, like, an actual practice squad, and maybe... you, As of right now, you can't, once you pull somebody off that taxi squad, you can't put them back. But we're also going to take a vote on next year that if you want to send them back and down like a practice squad, you would get, I think in the NFL they do, I think you get three attempts. Um, and since it's a shorter year and since it's fantasy football, maybe do two of those or maybe we do four. I don't know. Uh, who knows? We'll take a vote on that. But um, there will probably be, uh, it will probably be more like an actual practice squad next year where you have guys that you can call up a limited amount of times and then send them back down and stash them away. Um, someone did mention the thought of uh, potentially uh, stealing, or not stealing, but like signing a uh, um, practice squad player. I actually like the idea of like signing a practice squad player, but I think to do that, what we're going to have to do is if you want to sign a practice squad player, you have to put money into the league. You have... You, We'd have to set a number on it. Like if you want to buy, like if if I've got so on my practice squad, let's just use this season for example. Um, I've got Will Levis on my practice squad, um, or on my taxi squad. After he had that four touchdown game, Reed uh, Titletown was really interested in him, wanted him. He made me, I think it was two or three offers on him. Uh, none that I were just really uh, really wanted. Maybe he has the opportunity to spend. You know, 
I don't think we can do an exorbitant amount of money, and we're going to have to limit the amount of times you could do this as well, too, because we can't just make it, oh, well, you know, I got $500 to spend on fantasy. I'm going to buy up anyone's, you know, practice squad player I want. Not that, you know, there's going to be probably a ton of practice squad players, but there's probably going to be a lot of key players, you know, that you want to pull up throughout the week, you know, handcuffs and stuff like that that will be down there. Um, but potentially, you know, you got to pay into the league maybe – I don't even know in an amount. We'd 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 have to we'd have to vote on that as a league, but uh, I feel like that would be the only way. Or maybe if I I want to do that because I want to be able to do additional prizes for the league. I want to buy a championship belt for the league for whoever wins this year, um, and I want to get it with a little spinner. I want the league to have nice things. I want this to be a nice league. I want it to be a, <sighs> professional is the wrong word because none of us are professional, but. A professional feel to the league. Um, it's just kind of my vision as commissioner, which is why I have been a real hard ass about everybody having team names and logos about that. We finally got everybody set on that this week, so I am super stoked about that. Getting in and looking at the standings, it just looks super nice. Everybody's got their picture, everybody's got their name, and it just looks so much more appealing than team this, team that, team this, and it's just like the little sleeper icon in the background. It's just unappealing to look at, and it, to me, it's just like, you You take this serious. You can take the five minutes it takes to come up with a goofy name, put your nickname in, or add a photo, but I am ranting on completely irrelevant things I did not plan to talk about <laughs> at all as far as some of this stuff goes. Um, bringing it back around town, this is an IDP league, of course, obviously, you've caught on to that by now. Uh, we also have two flex positions and a super flex. So do with that what you will. Again, guys, if you want to play in this league, I know I just ranted and probably kind of just, yeah, I don't know. If you want to, get in the, if you want to play in the league, get at us at ZBR Sports on, on, uh, on Twitter, X, whatever. Or get at one of our personal socials. And we will be glad to get you going into the league. Um, So before I jump into the week 11 uh, predictions. I'm going to go through the standings. And I don't really have a power rankings. They're pretty much the same as the standings. With just a couple of adjustments. Um, The standings are. Look at me unprepared. Did not have this ready and pulled up. Like I planned to. That's okay. I'm already here in the sleeper app. Okay, standings are Dong on TDs number one, riding a five-game win streak, uh, just absolute domination. I think he had a week one loss, and not to not to toot my own horn, but your boy did put the hurt on him too after he was talking about I was gonna be some kind of bye week or some shit like that, uh, whatever dick pack he was smoking that week. Anyways, um, number two is two Mannings one cup. Uh, Number three, we got AB's Welfare on riding a four-game win streak, low-key. We got Titletown Bearcats on a two-game skid. Love to see it at number four. And then at number five, we have OG Snowbone back on a two-game win streak. Number six, the Diversity Hires at five and five. And then at seven, we got the Conquistadors. Eight, the Toronto Taint Stains. Nine, Watson's Dirty Elf. We are all four and six. Tricky Dicky is in 10th place at three and seven. And at 11th and 12th place is Team 8, the Vacant Team, and London Silly Nannies. Boo! Hopefully he does not get the number one pick. Hopefully he does not listen to this either. Brady, if you listen to this, hey, bro, I mean, 
I know you're praying on my downfall too, because you got my number one pick too. So it's all good, tick for tat here. <laughs> and I, I understand completely too. I know you understand, and I understand as well. But yeah, yeah, go stains. Okay, so uh, my power rankings pretty much the same as that. The only thing I'm going to swap around is myself and the Conquistadors and Tricky Dicky with the London Silly Nannies. And actually, I might I might even put teammate up. Uh, I don't. Uh, no, I, yeah, teammate number ten, Silly Nandy is eleven, and then uh, yeah, Tricky Dicky twelve would be my power rankings. Uh, at the bottom, anyways. Um, it's nice to have someone I can comfortably put uh below me at ninth right there. Now, hopefully, I'm not quite there with Victor, but hopefully we can get. Hopefully we can get there. Um, as far as this week goes, uh. I'm taking AB's Welfare over Team 8. Tricky Dicky versus the Dirty Elves. I'm going Dirty Elves. Uh, I need that win, Dirty Elves. I know we kind of got into it in the group chat the other week. Uh, or last week on Sunday. Uh, but I feel like we're past it. And uh, I'm su- I'm supporting you this week, bro. I, I, need, I need you to get that dub. We're playoff competition, but... Um, I'm confident you're gonna lose in the future. I just need I just need this win this week, bro. And after that, you can you can go you can keep losing. Um, I'm hopefully gonna keep winning, sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, you do your thing, but be tricky, Nicky, this week. That's what matters at the end of, at the end of the day. Reed is going up against OG Snowbone, and I'm taking OG Snowbone because Reed sucks. Go stains, um, especially go stains this week because I'm taking on Brady. Uh, which is maybe also partly why I have some extra angst on Brady this week and extra hater aid. Uh, that's actually a lot of it. Um, <laughs> it's hard to hate a guy that's two and seven, <laughs> even if he's doing it on purpose. Um, but you know, there is a lot going on with this matchup though. Low key with all the draft picks at play. Um, so Brady's got my first round draft pick for this coming year for this, for this coming draft. Um, so of course he wants me to be bad and I know he would like to beat me because then that, if he beats me this week, that puts me in a situation where I'm probably done for the year and I have to start selling my team next week and selling pieces to try and prepare for next year. And he would probably know and it's like, oh, well maybe, you know, if I beat him this week, maybe I don't get the number one pick and I get the second and third or the third and fourth, which to him could be more valuable than if I beat him this week and sneak into the playoffs and let's say win one game, not even win the league, win one game and get fourth, get like fourth place in the league or something like that. Or yeah, I, I don't even know. Uh, not even win. Let's say get like a mid-round draft pick. Would you rather that three and four first round or would he rather the first and the sixth? I mean, or like a second and third, let's say a second and third, a second and third round pick versus like, or round, a, a first and third overall, or a, gosh, damn, can't talk, I'm messing this up. Like a second and third overall pick versus like a first and sixth overall pick. Personally, I think he's, I think he wants Caleb Williams. I think he'd rather get the quarterback right there. I don't know. He's pretty set with Lamar and Dak. Maybe he would rather have Marvin Harrison Jr. And then maybe draft, you know, a badass ID player, IDP player to stack on his expanded taxi roster come next year. It, it's tough to say. Or maybe he takes that top pick trade, you know, and trades it off or 
drafts Marvin Harrison Jr. with that pick, and then I don't, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of things he could do here, and I'm not sure how he's going to play me this week if he's going to be in tank mode, or I mean, he said he he said it himself uh, that he just. He was like, fuck it. He just felt like winning this week and was like, I'm going to beat Victor this week. He felt like beating him. And <laughs> and lo and behold, that's exactly what the hell he did. And his team went off for t- over 280 points. I don't know if he's going to bring that kind of energy with me or if he's going to bring, you know, maybe I'll start Zach Wilson instead of Lamar energy. Um, I certainly hope he goes the Zach Wilson route. Um, and now that I say that and – pick the bills uh, Zach Wilson's probably gonna have like his breakout game and uh probably not yeah probably not um but yeah there's just a lot going on here with all these picks and whatnot so he could he could potentially try to play me hard but I think at the end of the day he's probably gonna try to tank get that top pick uh because it's gonna hold a lot of value and so will Caleb Williams whatever whatever that pick ends up being uh just a pick or Caleb Williams for him, it's gonna be it's gonna hold a lot of value. Trade value and uh yeah. Yup, yup, yup. Uh before I ramble on and get on about any more nonsense again, I think I'm gonna wrap things up right there, guys. I got food that's been done for how long is this Oh, it's not as long as I thought I'd been talking for. I thought I'd been rambling for longer than forty minutes. But don't forget to follow us on all our socials, guys, at ZBR Sports. You can follow me at ZM underscore punk with two Ks on Instagram. You can follow the guys on Twitter at M-I-N-N underscore sports fan for Reed and at Brady Felkamp for, you guessed it, Brady. Holler at us, and we will see you guys in the future. Hopefully back together next week. See ya.